This is BMO Smarter Investing for January 2023. Join top BMO economists Douglas Porter, Sal Gucieri, and Jennifer Lee for trends and forecasts across the economic landscape so you can make more thoughtful investment decisions. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Sal Gucieri. Despite an onslaught of rate hikes last year, the U.S. and Canadian economies, especially labor markets, are showing some resilience. Fourth quarter GDP growth in both countries likely stayed positive, even if slowing from the healthy 3% rate of the prior quarter. The stamina raises questions about whether we are slipping into recession, as expected by most economists, including ourselves. What can explain the economy's durability? There are probably at least four factors involved. First, real interest rates aren't terribly high, even after at least 400 basis points of policy rate increases on both sides of the border. With household expectations of long-term inflation in the 3% range, current real interest rates of less than 2% are only moderately restrictive. By contrast, real policy rates surpassed 2% prior to the three recessions before the pandemic. Second, monetary policy works with a lag, with rate hikes often taking four to six quarters to fully clamp down on demand. This means the impact of the Fed's past moves may not fully hit home until later this year or even next year. The third source of support is the thick savings cushion households built up during the pandemic. Though shrinking fast due to high inflation, this cushion is still estimated at over $1.6 trillion or 10% of disposable income in the U.S. and an even larger share of income in Canada. Also adding durability is the sharp pullback in gasoline prices, leaving some extra dollars in people's pockets. However, higher heating bills this winter and a double-digit rise in grocery store prices last year are a reminder that inflation is still a net drain on spending power. Does the economy's recent stamina suggest a recession won't occur? Unfortunately, probably not. Most historical recession markers are still signaling a downturn. One of the most reliable is the yield curve slope. Apart from the pandemic-led downturn, every U.S. recession in the past half century was preceded by a sustained inversion of the curve. It might have taken some time after the initial inversion, but the economy always shrank. With the current yield on 10-year Treasury notes 70 basis points below the two-year issue, the negative gap is the widest in four decades. Based on the yield curve's stellar track record, a recession equation developed by the Federal Reserve Based on the difference between expected three-month Treasury bill rates 18 months ahead and current rates, puts the odds of a downturn in the year ahead at around 90%. Another reliable inflation gauge is the Conference Board's Leading Economic Indicators Index, which almost always turns down before recession. The current string of 10 straight decreases, partly driven by the inverted yield curve, but also lower building permits and work hours, is sending a clear shot across the expansion's bow. Overall financial conditions are another signpost of potential trouble. Higher borrowing costs and lower equity in house prices have hammered financial conditions of late. Our in-house measures suggest the decline will carve about two percentage points from US GDP growth this year and somewhat more from Canadian growth. Given that the economy usually grows around 2%, the weaker financial conditions could be enough to tip us into a mild downturn. Does the still healthy, though slowing labor market suggest anything about recession prospects? U.S. Canadian companies are still hiring in large numbers as they try to catch up with elevated demand while facing worker shortages and illnesses. 
This resilience in labor markets could mean that a recession occurs later than anticipated, that is, beyond the first half of the year, as the full weight of past monetary actions are felt. Second, the severity of the downturn could be tempered as a robust labor market can support wages, confidence, and spending. And third, the recession might be averted entirely, especially if inflation falls faster and leads to more accommodative financial conditions. We peg the odds of a soft landing at almost one in three. Not great, but not a long shot either. A more dour view, however, is that the buoyant labor market might just postpone the downturn, adding stickiness to inflation and possibly more rate hikes to an already aggressive tightening cycle. To recap, unfortunately, most recession markers remain ominous. Unless inflation recedes quickly, both the U.S. and Canadian economies appear headed for at least some trouble. That's usually a supportive environment for bonds. Furthermore, extra savings and perhaps fewer layoffs due to current labor shortages suggest the downturn could be mild and fairly short-lived. There is even a reasonable chance of avoiding a downturn, depending on how well-behaved inflation is this year. In this case, both bond and equity markets could well reverse some of last year's sharp losses. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks for listening to BMO Smarter Investing, a podcast brought to you by BMO Investor Line. We are here to empower Canadians to invest smarter. For more information on how you can start investing today, visit bmo.com slash online investing. And be sure to subscribe to this show to get the latest episodes wherever you listen to podcasts.